Don't ask me to talk. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Join me, Stacey Heller. And me, Eric Ryder. As we talk about what's good to watch, read, see, listen to, and more. An edutaining one-hour break in your day that includes the segment, What Are We Eating? Sponsored by Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Stick with us for something good. Hello, everybody. Hello, Eric. Hey, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Are you uh, excited that today is National Superhero Day? Absolutely. I mean, how perfect that our topic that we picked to talk about this week is toys. Did you play with superheroes when you were a kid? <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, they didn't have uh, too many superhero like action, dolls figures. And action figures. Yeah, and that was like a, there was a void in the market uh, for some reason with those. I mean, unless you count like the Star Wars figures, which right. I, I think that's separate. But uh, yeah, I did collect comic books though. So oh, I, and, and again, that's not really a toy either. But you well, know, it fits in with that. We're going to kind of talk about aspect. that, yeah, right. So, um, so it is Thursday, April twenty eighth. We have a guest. Uh, my guest today, our guest today, is my daughter Grace. Hi, Grace. Hey. She, welcome, welcome, welcome. I, right? I mean, thank you. at this point, Eric knows the whole family, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I could bring the I cats think, in sometime. I, I don't think- If you want to do that car ride with Finn, be my guest, but- Yeah, that no. feels like Maybe Finn could zoom in. Yeah, go. perfect. Well, he is the most vocal. He is the most vocal. And Grace, uh, Eric has a dog. And a very vocal cat, too. So. And a very- and the dog's name is Gertie. And Stop. Gertie is like 10-year-old, what, is it Beagle? Yeah, she's a Beagle mix. Oh, my. Right? She sounds precious. Yeah. Grace has been asking for a dog since pretty much Grace could say dog. <laughs> yeah. So. They're, they're, Which, they're great fun. Yeah. But, you then, know, I think it's probably a good thing I don't have one because I, now in my adulthood i guess have no idea how you'd even begin to care for one so probably good that you nip that one in the bud but well you know you can figure that out the dream. exactly you'll get there so uh hey everybody welcome to don't ask me to talk as we mentioned i'm stacy heller and we've got eric and our guest um if you need a break in your day or your week and you can't listen to the show live on thursdays then remember, no worries, you can subscribe to this show or my other show, Stacey Connects, which is on uh, KKNW. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts. All you have to do is text D-A-M-T-T to 55678. And then separately, if you have something that you want to share, something good, uh, please do text or call the number is 475-999-2726 or yep. irk 999 brand there we go okay so call us now i mean it's just we're trying or so whatever. hard to come up with like some cool call in thing and it's just not happening irk brand isn't bad <laughs> irk 99 <laughs> Nine <laughs> brand is great because you know nine 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 really breaks it up. I like it. That's right. We're the uh, that's the emergency number in some countries. So. Oh, look yes. at that! Yeah. 
So like you need a you're having an emergency and you need that, good. You need bran. Yeah, right. <laughs> Keep it regular. We'll, we'll hear exactly. your audio fiber. Goes, right, it's Irk. <laughs> Call nine 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 Bran. There you go. Oh, look at see she gets it's her ability story. to spin. Now is yeah. Irk spelled E R K? I R K nine 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 Bran. <gasps> we have a jingle. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's it. We're that's going. We're going to be syndicated any minute. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. So now that we've talked about that. So what else has been good this week for you guys? Uh, By the way, I did mean to follow up. Last week at the end of the show, Eric made a reference about Jean-Luc. And uh, and I said that if anybody understood what the reference was, that they could get a $25 gift certificate to Dingfelder's Delicatessen. And nobody called in or texted. However, I did tell my friend Dave Nelson about this conversation, and he immediately was like, oh, Jean-Luc, and totally knew it. So He remembered the commercial. He remembered. So congratulations, Dave Nelson. You unwittingly won yourself a gift certificate for $25 to Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Have the pastrami sandwich. Try the Mrs. Maisel. Everything's delicious. So, um, so hey, folks, you got to bone up on that uh, popular culture references for this show because we love ourselves yes, some popular culture. Especially ones that are 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I say, I'm over 40 years old, so. I feel like I'm a bit, you know, this is working against me a little bit. Okay. Well, I feel like. Well, that's why you're here to bring in the younger reference. You're right. For exactly. The, for you're the right. Kids. Exactly. <laughs> what whatever the kids are saying these days. Yes. We're going to be hip to the scene. Um, okay. So my my good thing that happened this week, I floated in one of those pods. You know the kind that looks like you're like yeah from Mork or from Ork. Yeah, or Lady Gaga's egg from the Grammys that she came in on. Um. Uh, it's like 10 inches of water and something like 600 pounds of Epsom salts. And you just wow. float. And way to bring in those 40-year-old 40 40 year references right on cue. <laughs> mork for mork. I appreciate that. <laughs> right? But I brought in Lady Gaga. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, come on. Um, so 15-year-old references yeah. mixed in too, you know. What can I say? But I knew the Gaga one, so that's a start. Of course you did. Uh, so that was really cool. It it was an interesting experience because, you know, you climb into this pod and they have a little spray bottle in there because the Epsom salts are so, so, like, almost thick. I mean, the water's not thick, but you get kind of like a slimy coating on you. And so if you, let's say, fall asleep and suddenly splash on your face... It's going to be so salty. So they have fresh water that you can spray in case you get it on your face or whatever. Um, but it was a fascinating experience to be in this pod. And they recommend that you lie with your arms kind of up above your head. Like you're, you're, you have the don't shoot <laughs> kind of stance because it's opposite of how you normally sit over a computer or at your desk. And you just float. I mean, that sounds obvious, right? Um, But there are people that apparently really struggle with it. I mean, if you're claustrophobic, I suppose, right? Sure. Right. Um, 
But then this whole idea of some people come out of it and because they kind of can't let themselves go, they get bruised. Huh. Because it's like, yeah, because you're like pushing against it so much. Like if you can't let yourself go and so you're constantly in kind of this tense state, right, then you can feel maybe not maybe it's not bruised, but you feel really achy from it versus really being able to just like let go. And the idea is that it's actually supposed to soothe aches and pains if you have bad back or if you've got anxiety or it also can be a creative state. Float. Float uh-huh. That's one of the songs that we used to do for um, a rock band. For rock band. <laughs> Float on by the floaters. <laughs> yep. Their um, only big hit. Uh, yeah, I mean, float on. Who was it that, is it, is that who did it? Yeah, it was the floaters. Okay. So, yeah, don't name your uh, debut single <laughs> after your band because you'll be a one yeah, hit I was going to say, that's kind of a recipe for... Last, not lasting success, I guess. Yeah, I guess that, that's that, that would be a sink, not a float. Yes. Right. That one always cracked me up because the the part where they go into their star signs, <laughs> Aquarius, and I like ham or whatever they say. But <laughs> that's it's because like, like, it's like seven minutes long, so they got to fill some time in there. So they just start putting doing a personal ad in the middle of it. Well, it's pretty good. <laughs> so this is like the B fifty twos, right? The B-15, well, no, it's not. But do you remember the song, like, uh, which one is it? Wanna Be? And they By did- the Spice Girls? No, um, B-52s. Wanna Be? Uh, well, I don't remember the name of it. Okay, I'm going to have to look and it up. And by the way, B, speaking of B-52s, I just saw that they're doing their uh, farewell tour this <gasps> year. Really? Yeah, and I've never seen B-52s live, so I might actually have to do that. Oh my gosh, yes. So- I'm going to look up the name of the song, but it's the song where she says, I'm Kate and I'm a Taurus. I love tomatoes and black cap chickadees. Okay. I don't know that one, but <laughs> yeah, they might be doing a slight parody of the floaters there. Maybe. Um, anyway, once again, I totally get. Song for a future generation. That's the one. Thank you. Man, he's faster. Okay. <laughs> so now that we've once again gone decidedly off the rails. Eric, what's been good for you this week? Well, just looking at the lyrics to this is good already. I mean, hi, I'm Fred, the Cancerian from New Jersey. <laughs> I can, you just can't help but do the Fred Schneider voice in your head while you read right? the Fred Schneider lyrics. Totally. But. And like Kate McPherson, I mean, I have I have memorized that line from the beginning. The I'm Kate and I'm a Taurus. I love tomatoes and black cap chickadees. <laughs> Uh-huh. That's the only part of it I know because you used to say that to us all the time. Uh-huh. In every context. You'd be like, oh, I have to do an introduction for class. And you'd be like, do it in this format. <laughs> like, I'm Grace. I'm a Virgo. And blah, blah, blah. And I love. And I love. Cheese and, yeah. and bacon. And I love bacon, egg, and cheeses. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. It's just a point of connection. So anyway, Eric. What's good besides the lyrics to that song? <laughs> well, uh, you know, boy, what a beautiful weekend we had this last weekend. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, of course, uh, Gertie and I were out in the park again having fun in the sun. Aww. And, you know, that was good times. You're going to have to uh, send me a picture of Gertie that I can, like, share on social media so that people can see Gertie. 
We'll definitely do that. Okay. It's been a little bit of a tough week with Gertie because with Easter, we made a big ham. And so we've got a lot of leftovers. And so I've been giving her little pieces of ham, but she's turned into like an addict. <laughs> and she's like just in there like demanding ham like at all hours of the day and night. And oh. it's it's getting a little bit ridiculous you know you, it's like if she sees that pot come out of the fridge it's rawr, 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 give me that <laughs> you know i'm surprised she hasn't tackled me to be honest and i mean she's licking the walls with you know because <laughs> a little ham juice might have gone on it it's it yeah she's she might need a like a 12-step uh, program to get over ham until next easter <laughs> well you know you could take the remaining ham and you could freeze it and then bring out a little bit, like bacon strips, except yes. it's ham strips. Well, she has like bacon treats that she gets, and we call it night bacon because there's a certain time of night where she goes and, and just waits patiently for that <laughs> night bacon. But like, honestly, now the Gertie, ham has overtaken <laughs> everything in her world. So, Oh, my gosh. Did yeah. you watch on um, on Ellen when Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell did that like thing and she was trying to describe cheese puffs as a cheesy after dinner snack that feels like night bacon that's like the the human equivalent of like a night bacon <laughs> is the cheese puff as a crunchy after dinner snack that's kind of funny everybody yeah. everybody has their thing that like yeah i go to the we have a rocket shaped candy dispenser that when you put your hand at the opening to some mike and ikes come out and you know Nothing like going to bed and having sweet dreams to the tasty, tasty taste of Mike and Ike's. It's terrible for my dentist or my teeth, but whatever. All right, Grace, what about you? What's good this week? Um, well, every rose has kind of had a thorn, but <laughs> okay. one thing that was, <laughs> I don't know, but so my roommate yesterday her car was hit. She was, she was parked on the street and a lady, a spider apparently fell and she went to swat the spider away and like just drove right into the car. And that was not good. But the lady lives around the corner and she brought us a whole big thing of brownies <gasps> and a Christmas card and was like, I'm so sorry again. A Christmas and card? I don't know. We were like, she's really grasping at straws. She is feels it, so bad. Is it a picture of her family? Yeah, like it's so, like a, Happy holidays. So that may be why she did it, because it's like, here we are. This is the whole family. Yeah. No, so it was it was very funny. But Okay. I do feel like we glossed over the fact that the woman was driving and a saw spider a spider and crashed her car. <laughs> no, I know. So yeah. I was like, hmm, odd. But apparently she has a landscaping business. So she had a bunch of plants in the back of her car. Ah. So must have, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. But I did also today at work, um, one of my coworkers just sold his share of a restaurant that he had called Focaccia's. And I've been dying to go there. And it was super random that he like owned it. And so he said he's going to bring me a breakfast sandwich on Friday. Well, I mean, honestly, these are the things that make That's life good. You can't argue yeah. with breakfast yeah. sandwiches. Right. You know, like I a, made a free um, breakfast sandwich. Absolutely. Always a good thing. I, you know, I made eggs Benedict uh, for the first time this last weekend because we had the ham. Yep. And of course, you know, our good buddy Van Stingfelder was talking about how to make hollandaise sauce. 
and I'd never done it before, and it sounded really great. So I gave it a try. I made some holidays and uh, hollandaise. How did <laughs> Not it go? the holidays card, but the hollandaise <laughs> sauce. And, you know, it, it turned out pretty good, I got to say. I, I didn't do it with the champagne vinegar that Vance <laughs> recommended because I couldn't find that. But, uh, you know, a lot of recipes recommend lemon juice instead. So yep. that's what I did. And it turned out great. Yeah. That's so cool. Did you reference our show? And go back and listen to it? Or were you just inspired? I was inspired by That's it. okay. Yeah. I love that. That's amazing. Uh, Grace loves, um, you love Eggs Benedict. Love it. That's, that's like, like your my, thing. That's my, that's my tester breakfast. When I go to a diner, I get that to see, to test the quality of it. That's your diner breakfast? Yeah. A diner breakfast is like, well, I, I can't know. trust the corned beef hash because sometimes it's like fresh. Blech. I know. So we like the know. canned, like the, yeah, we right. like the right. canned one that's like basically right. like dog food. Yeah. So if I'm going to a diner or a breakfast place, I get a bake or an eggs benedict the first time, and yeah. then if I'm going to a pizza place for the first time, I get plain cheese. Hmm. I got to test the. Yeah. Right. Those are my base qualifications. I feel like the plain cheese would be easy for them to get right, whereas the eggs Benedict might be a little more difficult. So it's like two different ways to test, I guess. Did they get the basics correct? Then chances are they might get something more complex correct. You'd be surprised, If they get the eggs Benedict correct, that they can handle complicated stuff. You'd be surprised, though, like with cheese pizza on the East Coast. Like, if you, like, you start to suddenly see like the differences between like, oh, that's good and that's not good. So Yeah. And you can tell the places that compensate. Like the places that are like the crust is a little weird, so they overload it. Or there's a place in town that has a salad pizza. And I'm like, that just means you have bad pizza if you have to put a salad on it. Like that's not good. So one of the most disgusting things I ever heard of was I was in Cork, Ireland and a pizza place there had like a uh, a salad Pizza that had like Thousand Island sauce. Oh, <laughs> on it. oh! And I said, okay, that's you know. I honestly absolutely. think Irish food is underrated, but in this case, you know, maybe they were living up to the stereotype of bad food. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the Irish Italian that maybe we shouldn't. Maybe that's a genre we shouldn't explore. Maybe not. Maybe not. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, people that are listening, share some of the things that you've tried that are maybe not so good, which I'm not being negative. I like a good story. We have when the girls and I go shopping, we have a rule if we're all shopping together that if the item is really hideous or it's really good, then you show it to the other people because I don't know, like we're all down for a good laugh. Right. I mean, so. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, share these things. You can call, wait, what is it? <laughs> 475-999-CRAM. There we go. That's another one. <laughs> That's such a good one. Okay. Should we take a really quick break here? And then when we come back, I think we're going to chat with Van Stingfelder. We got to find out what we're eating this week. So keep listening. And when we come back to Don't Ask Me to Talk, we'll talk to Vance. Stacy Connects, it's not just my business, it's my superpower. 
Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, JDK Winnikin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics, hoping to make a connection through conversation. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk with Stacy Heller and Eric Ryder and our guest today, Grace Heller. And it's that time of the show when we talk to Van Stingfelder of Dingfelder's Delicatessen, and we find out, what are we eating? What are we eating, Stace? I don't know. Grace. I know that I'm sure Grace is curious. Grace. Well, Grace, Grace, Grace is joining us today, and I think that's incredible. Hi, Grace. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Happy what to be here. What are you in the mood for? What, do you, what would you like to eat? I would love a burger. Oh, a burger. Just a burger? Like a Dick's burger or a Shake Shack burger? What what kind of burger? A Jack's Grill burger? Maybe or, something a little a little fancier. Like a, like a, a good like something that's burger. got a little pizzazz. Like a like a brisket, ground brisket burger. Ooh, Ooh yeah. What 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 is pizzazz to for a burger? Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Um, do I don't know. Like, you know those places that's like, it's got like a like a mac and cheese burger. I don't want that. But oh, like something mac and cheese. Now that's that's a little okay. That's that okay. That's like, see, I'm I'm a, too much of a purist. Although I love no, mac like something surprising. <laughs> so you just like something that's not necessarily what you're well, expecting. You know, you know, when Grace yeah. went burger, I was like, okay, like burgers are amazing, and I've always made awesome burger. I grew up in Jan's making burgers on the griddle. We were making smash, smash burgers before it was a thing, right? Ooh. But they were thick and they weren't thin. They were nice, thick, fat, juicy burgers. And I've always had an affinity for a char, char grilled burger um, mm. that is juicy. So like when you bite into it, it drips down. Yes. And you, know, <laughs> and you kind of dunk it in ketchup. Right. And I, I personally love a bacon cheeseburger with maybe, you know, American. I love American on a burger. I really do. I like American and grilled cheese. But really, you know, yeah, I do. American cheese, Kraft American, Orlando Lakes American, you know, is really decent. I mean, it is my childhood, I will say. Exactly. In the little clear paper, cellophane paper. Yes, I could use Compte or Emmental or Cheddar. Really good. Beecher's makes amazing cheddar. 
But I like beetroots for like mac and cheese, right? Yep, yep, yep. But for a grilled cheese or a burger, you know, for a while I was into blue cheese on a burger, but it was more, you know, it's a little much. <laughs> and I love Roquefort. It's my favorite. Um, on a burger? On a burger, on a burger, I really like American. And sometimes I'll do Swiss and American with bacon, with grilled onions or raw onion, and ketchup, salt and pepper. No lettuce and tomato. You know, I, I, I will. I put mayonnaise, lettuce, tomato. It's okay. But I keep going back to my bacon cheeseburger with fried onions and... I'm a happy guy. You know, the pickle's on the side. It doesn't have to be on the burger, but I do like the pickle, right? Now, fried onion. Fried onions, yes, fried onions. Like the little, like, haystick, like, or like... No, 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 no. Like, you take just regular onions and you saute them. That's it. And you get them a little caramelized, soft. We used to have them in, in, like I said, where we made most of where I grew up. And we had a whole uh, third pan full. You'd make them in the morning, and they'd sit next to the grill, and you'd put them on burgers. Yep. And, you know, they were really good, sweet, oniony, fried onions that were golden brown that, you know, people just don't have the patience to make. (laughs) Well. Now, when she said burger, though, I'm like thinking, okay, burger's just ground steak. So why don't we just have steak for dinner, right? But burgers, now that we're talking about them, how do you make your burger, Stace? What do you do? Well, uh, what do we do? We take our our mm-hmm. ground beef or our ground steak or mixture of whatever it is that we've mm-hmm. bought. And uh, I used to do a lot more to the meat. And now I'm like... <laughs> Salt and pepper. And actually, Grace takes the, if the meat is fresh, Grace takes Mm -hmm. the ground beef and she eats it with just salt and she takes a bite. Okay, so so if it was ground fresh, right, not that she bought ground beef. So I used to have to make the burgers when I was a little little kid. So the first job I had in my father's restaurant, they were five and a quarter ounce burgers. And I used to have to make meatballs. Five, five and a quarter ounces on the scale, no digital scale, right? And I used to make a 10-pound, and they called it chop meat. So it wasn't even ground beef. It was called chop meat. Wow. <laughs> so you were chop meat because that's the job you had. So I used to eat it raw, right? Same thing. You know, and, and, t- and when I worked for my friend's father's butcher shop, he was cook- cutting steak, and he cut a piece of steak and he ate it. And I was like, what? What did you just do? And he goes, yeah, what's the deal? So he said, here, taste it. He goes, what's it taste like? And I said, it tastes like steak. He goes, exactly. Now you know what cooking does to it. So ever since then, as a chef, I always taste things raw because I want to know what cooking does to it, like shrimp or, you know, something that's not going to get me sick. But for right, the most right. part, right? Um but burgers, I used to chop up onion and put, you know, chopped onion in it. That's a meatball, okay? I used to put Worcestershire sauce in my burger and then form it and make it that way. You know, so at the end of the day, personally, I think 
good meat is your key. And the best meat that I like to make a burger out of is my favorite steak, mm-hmm. which is ribeye. But what I really like is like the trim. So I'll go to my, my friend, Golden Steer, and he'll get me some dry-aged ribeye steaks. And I'll say, hey, man, save the trim. I want to make some burgers. And he would cut a cap, and we would grind up the cap and make burgers out of that. Now, I don't know if you've ever done that, gone to a butcher, tell him you want the ribeye cap ground up, put a little extra fat in it, tell him you want 25% fat. How would I know this? Most restaurants use 75-25, at least the good burgers. Okay? 80-20 is what every other restaurant uses. You're buying in the grocery store lean and extra lean because everybody wants to be healthy. Lean meat does not make a great burger. Just saying, got to have the fat. If you're going to have a burger, have some fat. The flavor's in the fat. You might as well just make a turkey burger and the hell with it all. (laughs) Wow. That's just, that's just fighting words. Do you have a meat thermometer? Yes. Okay. Imagine you're making a steak. Yep. Okay. How do you like your steak cooked? Medium rare. Okay. Okay. Medium rare. Yep. Good. Rare is good. Blackened, charred, rare. It's got to have onions. So have you ever made a steak in your uh, your cast iron skillet? A long time ago. (laughs) We got to do that because it's, it's a new thing. Now we're coming into barbecue weather. Everybody oh, can grill. Oh, with the, with the butter and like in the in the pot yeah, and the you cast iron. Put, you, you take the cast iron skillet, put a little oil. Okay, in you it. two TikTokers. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what was? Or that? two chefs. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. Two so, chefs. Uh, two two chefs. Like touche. Right, touche. Maybe that's why you know. <laughs> Shay Shay. There you go. <laughs> so so in the cast iron skillet, you heat it up, you get it nice and hot, you put a little oil in it, just a little bit, olive oil, and you throw your steaks in there. You room temperature steaks. Now, if you're making burgers, you want them on the char broiler, char grill. No, in the in the in the pan, they're okay. You get that nice crust going. But the flavor from the grill in the burger, for me, makes the burger better. I like a smash burger. I grew up on smash burgers. But the char, char grill is really what's, what gets it done. So anyway, I like to cook my burger on char grill. I salt and pepper my burger. I turn it over, put my cheese on it. I cook it for about three minutes on each side, put the cheese on it. And then I just cover it with uh, aluminum foil pan. Or if you, if you can close it, you close it just to melt the cheese. Yep. And, right? And then, I, then toast the bun, butter it, toast it on the grill, toast the bun, put it on, have your onions in the cast iron skillet with butter. Now, back to the steak. You make your steak, you put it on the pan. You turn it over after three minutes. You have a nice crust going. Yeah. You put in a cube of butter. You put in some thyme and you put in some garlic. You take your steak out. You let your steak rest. And you put all your onions 
in that pan and you let them cook down. That's it. Mix them around, let them cook. Those are your sautéed onions. You can keep those in your refrigerator and use those for future reference. But I've got to have fried onions on my brioche bun. <laughs> oh, man. you got to get a, a Macrina brioche bun. Oh, those are local for custard. Seattle, right? Macrina brioche buns rock. They're really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, so if you want a burger, Grace, what about the bacon? What's your favorite bacon? Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't Do you have a favorite? It in front of me, and it's. I don't really savor it to know what its so flavor is. Newski's has a great bacon. Okay, that's one. Okay. But my favorite bacon, well, Hempler's also has a really good bacon. We all have seen that. But Beeler's, B-E-L-E-R-S, has a Black Forest bacon that I have to say is pretty bad. It's just so good. And I haven't found a bacon that really beats it unless I'm making my own bacon. All right. But my, my favorite bacon is lamb bacon. Really? Oh, Ooh. lamb bacon is ridiculous. I made it a couple of times. <laughs> okay. Once again, of course, we're getting in off fact, topic here. In fact, in fact, there's a TikTok about it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly my point. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but... But you see, TikTok's not cool anymore. Okay, now what are we on to? Two years ago, it was cool. All right. Now it's like everybody's doing it. It's like, ugh. All right. <laughs> well, now that you've made me really hungry, Grace. Oh, are I'm... you hungry? Yeah, always. What are you, what are you in the mood for? Well, Burger? we just talked about it. Steak or lamb bacon? All of it, yes. <laughs> I would like to have a steak that has a topping of a burger with a little lamb bacon on the side. What about you, Eric? Hey, it all sounds amazing. Is any of this on the menu at Dinkfelder's? So it, you can get it through Nourish Catering, okay, because yeah. I do my slider, my slider, my bacon cheeseburger slider is made with a Kobe beef burger. Uh, yeah, it is. I've had it. But, it's amazing. But 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 at Dinkfelder's, the closest you're going to come is my Reuben. Mm. Oh, yeah. Love a good Reuben. <laughs> so good. My, my Reuben has 16 ounces of meat on it. It's all about it's, the meat. It's fat. <laughs> and it drips. And it's cheesy. And it's crunchy. And you bite into it and you get the Russian dressing and the Swiss cheese and the sauerkraut and the buttery rye bread that's got perfectly toasted. All right. Okay. You got to stop now. Yeah. All right. Well, all that to say, once again, with Vance, we... We just, we go off the rails. We you, get distracted. You it's, it's, you know what? I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. Down, Are you kidding? Down the rabbit hole. Went down the rabbit hole again. Hey, hey <laughs> next time we'll end up talking about rabbit. So we talk about pizza mm-hmm. next time. So thank you, Vance. Uh, it's always fascinating going down the food rabbit hole with you and <laughs> learning about what we should be eating. And if you are interested in learning more about fans and Dingfelders, then you can go to dingfelders.com and you can also check out Nourish Catering. And uh, yeah, I just cannot recommend it enough. Remember, it's all about the meat. So, Stacy, thank you so much. You are you kidding? Night. You a great t- week. You great. too. It was really cool having you. 
Take care. Nice. Oh, you too. Bye, Vance. See you soon. Bye. The man knows his food. The man knows his food. Like, it's like if you were to just come up with a random topic, it's like, and go. And he just goes. But that's the way it is. I would like that if he's going to talk about it like that, I think that he should come with the food he talks about because it feels a bit rude, honestly. I agree. And I think that we're going to have to start doing scratch and sniff or something. So Right. Exactly. Well, with that note, uh, let's take a really quick break. And then when we come back, we can actually talk about the topic at hand, which is supposed to be choice. So keep listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk with Stacey and Eric and our guest, Grace. We'll be right back. I thought it was burgers. <laughs> Stacy Connects. It's not just my business. It's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, JDK Winnikin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics, hoping to make a connection through conversation. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I I really can't figure out the placement of where what are we eating should go. I can't decide if it should be like at the end, so I leave hungry. If I it's just, yeah, I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, because now we got 20 minutes to sit here with stomachs rumbling. Right? <laughs> There's a rumbly in my tumbly. Um, okay, well, then let's fill our time talking about today's topic, which randomly is choice. That's right. So. Thanks to the wheel of nonsense that we. <laughs> the wheel of the topics. Topic exactly. Yes. <laughs> like every time I'm like, why did I put that on the list? <laughs> Um, so the topic of choice, which actually is an interesting thing to talk about as an adult, I did kind of, I, it made me wonder like, what, what is a toy, right? You know, because as adults, we're a family that plays card games all the time and board games and puzzles and things like that. So I was like, is that a toy? Like, I don't know. Like, what's a toy? So I, I did look it up, which makes me feel like I'm going back to my middle school days of like going to the Encyclopedia Britannica to look up like, according to Webster's Dictionary, the definition of a toy is. Um, but you know what? It's a classic and you can't beat a classic. So one definition suggested that it's an enjoyable means of training young people for life. I'm like, so it's a little high level, right? I thought that was interesting. Although if you think about it like a doll maybe or like you're working out scenarios like the chatty Kathy was just preparing a generation of people for me. 
I mean, right. Or when I would make my Barbie fall off the horse, question mark. Did she get right back on? Probably. See? Right? No, you're right. Yeah. Um, and then there was another part that suggested that toys help adults form social bonds. It helps them remember and reinforce lessons from childhood and that toys can be therapeutic. And that's kind of interesting. A lot of times when it comes to toys and adults, it's like we think of like, you know, oh, a man and his toys, like the car or like the, I don't know, ATV or something. Power tools. Right. Kind of. And it becomes sort of dismissive. But like, so there's a couple topics going on here. Toys. So what do you think is like makes a toy? Like is a board game a toy? Yeah, I think loosely speaking, that fits into toys. Okay. You know, it's a a leisure time device, I guess. (laughs) So therefore, toy. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, it's, I kind of had this list. I'm like, okay, board games, card games, video games, like we call them games. But how? Yeah, I think, I guess, like, is there a distinction between a toy and a game? Because, like, you could play games with your toys, but is the game inherently a toy? See, this is, this is deep topics for us. This is deep. <laughs> you know? I, I, I think for the purposes of this conversation that a game is a toy. Well, except before there. we go there, because, of course, you're keeping us... Uh, on the right track, Eric, and I appreciate that about you. And I immediately turn directly left. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you expect it? Well, I just think if we split hair, split hairs on it, then we don't actually get to talking about the topic. And that's this true. All right, so is fun for nobody. <laughs> that okay? All right, that is true. So I'll I'll ask you the question first. Then, what are the toys that you most loved as a kid? And like, do you have toys that you play with now? Uh, well, toys in the sense that there's items that I have fun with, I guess, now. So, you know, I wouldn't... Call We're not them. splitting hairs, remember? Yes, yes. I'm just saying, <laughs> I wouldn't call my guitar a toy, but it still kind of fills that space that, it, like, it, a, a childhood toy might have. Um, or I have a kayak uh, yep. that I'd like to get out on the water with. And again, that would be the same as like, like having roller skates bike, as right. a kid or a dirt bike. Yeah. Which would be vaguely classified as all toys, you know? So yeah, I, I do have some. And as a kid, um, you know, I, I had some good toys, but I think maybe the, the Tonka uh, trucks that I had um, when I was a toddler were maybe my favorite. Cause I'd like sit on the back of those and, rocket down a hill um like you know riding a bike or something but sitting on the back of a dump truck instead uh and just <laughs> riding that down a hill was a ton of fun so um yeah grace do you have any thoughts on that yeah honestly good to know that it's not singular to our family will i literally don't think he knew how to walk he could just shove his feet on the dump truck and push himself down the hill like I'm doing this motion with my hands. He's uh-huh. just like both of his himself. both of his legs would move simultaneously because he would straddle the back of the truck and he would be like, woo, woo, woo. and like away <laughs> he would go. And we were like, uh oh, I don't know if he's gonna be able to ride a bike where you have to kind of like 
be going in a counter like action. I, I think it's a stepping stone to a bike. I went from that to a tricycle to a, you know a bicycle and well, Will was like fifteen great. when he stopped. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How did he squat right, low enough to? <laughs> Get we had to keep things. getting him a bigger one. Um, well, when I was a kid, the the Tonka trucks were made out of metal, so they're really sturdy. But then later they switched to plastic because it was cheaper. So I, I don't know if kids today have that same experience. But. I had my brother's Tonka trucks, and I don't remember where they went, uh, but they're probably worth a mint. Um, or a Werther's. <laughs> um, Grace, what about you? What? What toys did you love playing with as a kid? And would you say that you have like toys that you play with now? I'm thrilled you asked. <laughs> I played with, I think number one was my Barbies. But then I also loved me the 15 number puzzle game. Oh my gosh. Yep. The gyro wheel or euro wheel. I don't know how you pronounce that one. But the thing that was like, you know. Yep. It had, yep. yep, yep, yep. Yep. Legos. Okay. I did love me some Legos. And then, I don't know. That may have been, those may have been my main, my top ones. Legos were I big think. at my house too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right? And I think my current toy would be my hair. Because <laughs> I just sit and play with it. Tie it in knots. I don't know. It's bad. But. That feels like it's a fidget spinner. Yeah, totally. Like, I feel like I don't have any, in terms of like what those would be, like the 15 number game, I still have that on my phone. I play that every time I ride the subway. I play it on the train. Like, I'm still obsessed with that. Yeah, phones are adult toys. Yeah, they are. Yeah, the gyro wheel or whatever. That's a fidget spinner. That's like, that was just a fidget tool. Barbies, I think the only thing is like, I don't have anything where I like play, pretend. Mm Mm-hmm. But I suppose like the things that I would play pretend were like Barbie and her friends going out to dinner. So like I just do that. <laughs> so now you're Barbie and you're going out. So to... now I'm Barbie. Um, you did have the Barbie game. Yeah, I did. I loved the Barbie game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I was a big I don't know. I liked like I think and I guess like Legos, like building and stuff. I don't, I don't really do any of that stuff anymore. But that was more so because I desperately wanted a connection with my brother's. So it was less about the Legos, right? More about the quality time, right? But interesting. But yeah, I think yeah, toys. I I wish I had more. I wish there was more like adult toys. Oh, knitting. I guess I like I knit to like occupy myself. Right. I remember making I those um, the pot holders with the weaving thing. Yeah, exactly. Which was considered think- a kid's toy, which then folds into the whole like definition of a right. toy being like training for life. Right. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Now, both of you being women, was there any, like, it it used to be toys were way more gendered, I think, than they are now. Was there any, uh, like, boys' toys that you were, like, jealous of that you wanted to play with and vice versa where your brothers ever, like, give me that easy bake oven, you know? (laughs) Because I always thought that that was a cool that was cool. You got food. Girls, the easy bake. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I never right. had that, but, uh, you know, it seemed like a fun, fun item. Yeah, I would say um, I had two older brothers and like perfect example, the clubhouse, a.k.a. the little shed in the backyard. Uh, when I came along, my mom very happily 
switched it over to like my little house that I was supposed to play and kitted the whole thing out with like the vacuum and the doll and the and I had zero You're six now, you're desire. moving out. Right. Like <laughs> and you have a family of your own that you now yard. need to care for and feed and <laughs> don't forget to vacuum. And I was like I felt like I I look back on it now and I had on like an apron and a doll on my hip and I'm pushing the vacuum and I should have like a drink in one hand and a cigarette in the other. Like, <laughs> when's he going to be home? <laughs> Nothing like creating like a, a playscape of like resentment and bitterness. <laughs> but yeah, that I eschewed all of that. I did not like playing out there. There were spiders out there. So yeah. forget that. Um, and I just wanted to be around my brothers. Same that Grace was saying, like, you know, whatever they were doing, I just wanted to be in the middle of it. It seemed like more fun. Yeah. I think the only thing, I think it was more so that like, like I always wanted to play with the boys trucks and play with all that stuff, but it wasn't because I was a girl that I couldn't. It was just because I was there. Like it was theirs, Mm -hmm. you know, like they were like, no, don't touch, but they would do that to anyone. Like they would do that to me if I was a boy or a girl, you know, they did pop the heads off of all my Ken dolls. <laughs> so I don't know if they had something that they need to work through. Um, in terms of gender That sounds like toys. another show. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like another, not even a show. That sounds like therapy. But yeah, they were clearly peeved by my Barbies. Or threatened, no, I question mark? <laughs> threatened, maybe, I don't know. But what no, about I don't you? know. I don't think there was anything gendered. Eric, did you have like sort of gender biased toys uh i you know i guess those were the ones that i asked for so yes uh, but I, you know like i said I, I always thought the easy bake oven was pretty cool right that a kid could have you know could make cupcakes or whatever uh with a light bulb right in, in their bedroom seemed like that's pretty awesome so i, I never got one but i always thought it was neat it, it is pretty neat um and I will say that, like, as the youngest, I wonder if there's in birth order, like, by the time my mom and dad got to me, like, they were buying me toys that didn't have a lot of loose pieces. So, like, Light Bright, never got that because that <laughs> had a lot of pieces. And yeah, they were like easy that. to lose or get stuck in the carpet. Right. You'd, you'd step on a Light Bright like you would Legos and curse. Exactly. The heavens, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Uh, now, we had Light Bright. You did? Yeah, and oh. and the Legos and the knockoff Legos and Lincoln Logs. Oh, Lincoln Logs were fun. They Definitely. were. Oh, my gosh. Well, they were like Minecraft IRL. Yeah. Yes. She She's bringing in the younger <laughs> generation. <laughs> uh, so then, like, the imaginative play thing. Do you think, Grace, I mean, I did so much imaginative play as a kid. Like, I played, like, Office. I you know, back yeah. back in my day, we had like the while you were out pads and, you know, they were in like triplicate. And, you know, I loved being like a boss lady and whatever. Um, do you remember a lot of imaginative play, either of you? In that yes. way? What about you, Eric? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I wonder if there's as much now. Like, I feel like the way toys are now, it's like Sims. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, I've like, I feel like I remember there was, I think there was like a, probably like 10 years ago, there was like a good 
it was a good time for magic to play because it's like like when I would play office I would make my laptop out of paper and I would have multiple screens and it would be like just flipping paper it was right you know it was paper but then I feel like about like 10 years ago like a I don't know, maybe even, yeah. Cause like, that's when I would, there was like those iPhones yep. that was just basically a walkie talkie. Right. So like, and then probably like there's fake laptops. So it was like, that was kind of the perfect time. Cause you could like have tangible things to play like office. But now I feel like kids just have iPads yeah. to type on and phones to call with. And it's like, it's just not, you don't have to like imagine as much cause you can just kind of do it. Listen to her. She sounds jaded and old back in my so day. Jaded. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Well, there used the... to be candy in my laptop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now it's just cookies. All right. Well, right. Um, interesting. Well, at the end of the day, toys are supposed to be fun. So go out and play. All right. On that, before we run out of time, let's pick our topic from the great Wheelo Topics. Grace, wait until you listen to this. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, it's play slash Broadway show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. All right, so we're going to be talking about theater. Acting. Exactly. <laughs> Thespians. <laughs> Interesting. Now, you both kind of seem to me like you must have done some like acting in school. Uh, and you seem like classic theater kids to me, but uh, well, I guess we'll find out I, if that's true. Uh-huh. I have no comment, surprisingly. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Grace, for talking about toys and for playing with us today. I Thanks for inviting me. And I love me. that I get to play with my kids. Um, and I want to encourage people. Somebody text D-A-M-T-T to 55678. And the first person that does that... Again, I will give you a gift certificate to Dingfelder's Delicatessen so you can try some of these things that we've been talking about. So text that or reach out to uh, me through our number, which is 475-999-2726. A.K.A. 475-99-YARAN. <laughs> All right. They're endless, really. Right. From the sublime to the ridiculous, that's what we do here and we do it well. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good week. 